Welcome back to Let's Go with Tom Brady, Larry Fitzgerald, and me, Jim Gray. We just heard from Tom for the first portion of the show, and as will be the case this season, we'll be joined by the great Larry Fitzgerald, who will take us the rest of the way. Larry, great to have you with us here. How are you this evening? I'm doing outstanding, Jim. I'm so excited about the kickoff of the NFL season. Um, I'm chomping at the bit to see these great athletes lace them up again for another unbelievable season, um, and I'm glad to be doing it alongside with you, Jim. It's going to be so much fun. Let's Go is brought to you by USAA Insurance. We're dedicated to helping the military community protect what they've worked hard for with insurance that meets their high standards. Get the coverage you deserve. USAA Insurance. So, Larry, this is about the first time in 30 years that you're not on a football field at this time as we have the opening week of the season. How much do you miss the game? I feel great, Jim. Uh, you know, I miss the interaction with my teammates, but I'm in a good place. Spending time with the family, playing a little golf, doing a little travel, get a chance to spend some time with people that you never really get a chance to spend at this time of the year. Um, the desire to play is the same as as it's been, um, you know, and I'm very comfortable with that. But you never know what tomorrow holds. And But right now, I'm, I'm very content. I'm very content. What are you going to do this weekend? Such an odd circumstance for you. Are you going to watch the games? Are you going to visit and attend the game? Uh, how are you going to handle this weekend? Absolutely, Jim. I'll be watching the games. I'm excited for, you know, a lot of my friends that are playing around the league. You know, I hope, you know, Christian Kirk and and Chase Edmonds and, you know, Kelvin Beecham and all, all my boys, um, you know, play well and, and have an outstanding season and, and do everything that they, they hope and desire to do. So I'll be watching intently. Um, you know, I love the game of football after 30 plus years of watching it and playing it. You don't just one day wake up and not enjoy watching it. Um, and so I'm looking, I'm looking forward to seeing those guys go on and play the best, the best of their lives. You had a birthday this week. You turned 38. Your body has been in the National Football League for 17 seasons. Everybody has aches and pains. How is your body feeling at this time of year, not having to go through training camp, yet having all those years of having been on the field? Well, Jim, I feel great, man. Honestly, I, I uh, you know, I don't have any issues. You know, never really had any major problems or injuries when I played. Never had a surgery, so I feel great, Jim. I really do. Um, you know, I wake up and. Um, you know, no bones crack a little bit, but nothing, nothing too bad, nothing too bad. And, uh, you know, I, I feel like I can, I can do everything that I want to do, um, chase the kids around. My son still can't beat me on one-on-one. Um, he can't get open on me in any of these pass routes. So I'm still moving around pretty good. Is it hard to give up something that you've loved so much? Uh, I know you've kept the window open and you've said, you know, you don't feel it at this moment, but how difficult is it to to have this kind of in your rearview mirror when you've loved this uh, since it being a youngster? No, Jim, I don't think it's really kind of set into me mentally like that yet. Um, you know, I still, you know, enjoy the game. I enjoy, you know, talking about the game. I, I enjoy, you know, watching my son compete in the game. You know, I feel like mentally um, I'm still I'm still there and, and still enjoying everything a part of it you know maybe later on this year or years from now I might be able to kind of look at it in that manner but I just don't look at it that way right now all right Larry well let's get some of your thoughts and opinions a lot going on around the National Football League as the games get ready to kick off here on Thursday night with the uh, opening game of the season uh, with the Bucks and uh, Dallas but COVID is such a big issue around the country the pandemic uh, still rearing its uh, ugly head infection rates and the Delta variant also kicking in Here's what Charles Barkley had to say when he was a guest on the Mike Messinelli show on 97.5, The Fanatic in Philadelphia. If you look at the world, number one, a lot of people have died. How many businesses have been lost? How many people have lost their job? 
But you know who gotten paid doing all this fiasco? Professional athletes. Mm-hmm. We've gotten every dime that we've been paid with no, not a single fan in the stands, not a car in the parking lot. And I just think for us who make, we're all well paid. For us to be selfish and like not trying to help the world get back where we can take these stupid masks off and go out to dinner with a, in a full restaurant, I just think it's selfish. Charles Barkley with his thoughts. Uh, Larry, what's your reaction to that? Well, Jim, you know what, what I love about Charles Barkley is you never have to think about where he stands. Um, you know, he he wears his comments. Um, he stands by them. And, um, you know, I, I, I have to agree with him that, you know, we have to be able to get back to where we were as a country. Um, I love to be able to have my kids go back to school and, and not have to be sent back for a week. And, you know, for us to be able to go to restaurants and, and do the things that we all love to do. And I think we have a responsibility to take care of ourselves, take care of your teammates, take care of your coaching staff, take care of your community. And we can do that, um, you know, if we're able to get everybody vaccinated, we can get back to, you know, the country that we all love and enjoy for so many years. And, and I think that's the goal. And I think that's what he was meaning by what he said. Yeah, Charles, Charles has no fear. And he says it exactly as he feels. And he hits it out of the park just so often. So now let's relate this to some of the guys who have not taken their vaccine. Uh, Cam Newton uh, lost his job, basically. Uh, with the Patriots, and you also have other guys, uh, Kirk Cousins, Carson Wentz, uh, Cole Beasley, reluctant to take the COVID shot for whatever the reason, uh, be it they have religious preferences, uh, they don't believe in it, they don't want to inject this into their body, uh, whatever their reason may be, maybe they have medical issues, but they're putting their teams in peril because the bottom line is, and we've seen it, we saw it last week with Cam Newton, if you can't have these guys out on the field and you're a quarterback, you could be playing a third or fourth string guy just on three or four days notice, two days notice. Teams don't want that, Larry. Teams can't have that. I would agree. And you guys have a lot of difficult choices to make. And, you know, it is their bodies, um, you know, in particular with Cam Newton. He's one of the most talented players that our game has seen in the last 20 years, a former NFL MVP. Um, I'm not saying he lost his job because he missed a week of football, but it doesn't help you when you're competing with somebody to not be able to go play any games, um, not being able to practice, not being able to be in the meetings and do all the things that a starting quarterback in the National Football League has to do to lead his team. Um, you know, obviously he's being pushed by a really talented player um, who was drafted high in the first round by the Patriots. But you know, Cam has to be available. He has to be there for his team and. Obviously, you know, this being his second or third bout with with COVID, you know, the team looked at it as saying, look, you know, I don't know how dependable he can be if he doesn't have the vaccination. They haven't gone on record as saying that, but you have to believe that's something that was in their thought process when they were making the decision um, to let him go to jail. Will he get another job? Absolutely. I believe Cam has a lot of good football left in him. When I look around the league, I look at, you know, a team like the Baltimore Ravens, right? Um, they run a very similar system to what he had in Carolina when he was the MVP, uh, a play-action game that was predicated off a good, solid running game, a lot of quarterback runs designed, something that he did really, really efficiently when they were having success last year in New England. Um, you know, I think he can go there as a backup. And then next year, you know, be able to go back out and compete for the starting position on the National Football League team. is very tough to be able to go in with only a week preparation and go play uh, in the National Football League, Jim. So I think right now, I think his best bet is to be able to get on a team, show that he's capable of running a system, learn it, 
be the very best teammate he possibly can be. And then when the opportunity presents itself next season, go out there and fight um, and put yourself in position to win his job. Will he get a job without a vaccination? And would you hire him? Jim, you, you can't argue his talent. You can't argue, you know, his ability to to lead a team. You know, he's done it. He's shown it. He's proven that he's capable of doing it. Would I like him to be vaccinated before I sign him? Absolutely. Um, you know, as a team, but I'm not putting in question if Cam can still play the game because I think he can still play and be effective. Jim Gray with Larry Fitzgerald right here on Let's Go. You know, any athlete will tell you it helps to work with an expert. For buying or refinancing a home, your expert is an independent mortgage broker. Find one at findabroker.com, powered by United Wholesale Mortgage, LLC, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS number 3038, licensed in all 50 states and the District of Columbia. That's United Wholesale Mortgage. As we continue with Larry Fitzgerald, Larry, another very interesting circumstance is surrounding the Houston Texans who've announced that Tyrod Taylor will start at quarterback, uh, the saga of Deshaun Watson and the situation uh, in Houston. Uh, they're paying him $35 million, yet there are numerous accusations and investigations uh, into sexual improprieties and abuse of women. How do you think the Texans have handled all of this, and, and what do you think the final outcome will be? It's a difficult situation, Jim. Um, I think everybody would love for this to be resolved in a timely fashion. We've been talking about this for three, four, five months. Um, I think the Texans should have moved him early on you know, when these allegations first came about, um, his trade value was at the highest. Now you drug all of this time out. Um, there still seems to be no clear direction on on what um, the team is going to do with him. Um, you're paying him $35 million, and obviously he's an immensely talented player. He's one of the best players in all of the game. Um, but putting him on the field would be a nightmare. Yeah, the organization would have put themselves in tremendous peril if they put him on the field. Um, I think they just need to make a decision and stick with it. They've announced that Tyrod Taylor is going to be a starting quarterback and, and those guys have to get on board. But I, I don't see the Texans having a great season if Deshaun Watson's not on the football field playing. And if you're another team, why would you trade for him with this tremendous cloud hanging over his head? Well, I think if you trade for him, you have information that um, you know says he's not going to be criminally charged and that he at some point will be able to get back on the field. Now, put the allegations aside, and you, if you just evaluate him as a football player, Jim, he's one of the best in the game. And if he can get that behind him and, and be uh, exonerated from all these claims, he can help any football team that he steps on. He's just that talented. Just to be clear, I'm, I'm not condoning the actions that are being accused but if you are only evaluating him as an NFL quarterback on the football field, he is unbelievably talented and unequivocally one of the best players at his position in the National Football League. But I believe there's going to be a lot more twists and turns, and this is a long way from being resolved uh, with Deshaun Watson. Stay with us. Much more with Larry Fitzgerald right here on Let's Go. Let's Go is brought to you by Ring. With Ring, you're always home. Protect your whole home with a video doorbell, security cameras, and an award-winning alarm you can install yourself. Go to ring.com forward slash let's go for a special offer on a Ring Alarm home security kit today. That's ring.com slash let's go. When we return, we'll find out what gives Larry the fits. Stay with us right here on Sirius XM. Hi, everyone. This is Heisman Trophy winner and NFL quarterback Doug Flutie. I'm excited to tell you that my podcast, the Flutie Flakes cast, is back for the entire football season. I may have played like 21 years of professional football in three different leagues, but I'm still just a big kid and I absolutely love this game. 
Every week, we'll talk about the topics I care about and bring on super fun guests. So please subscribe today, wherever you stream your podcast or listen on the SXM app, include it with most subscriptions. Welcome back to Let's Go. I'm Jim Gray, along with Larry Fitzgerald. We're brought to you once again this season by Mastro's. For your next special occasion, visit Mastro's, an unmatched dining experience known for its world-class service and exquisite cuisine. Mastro's offers the finest prime steaks and the freshest seafoods, all in a lively atmosphere. Visit Mastro's.com for locations and reservations. Hey, Larry, it seems that Kyle Shanahan doesn't have a reservation for either of his quarterbacks yet, Trey Lance or Jimmy Garoppolo, to start the season uh, against the Lions. He won't make that announcement until later on in the week. Uh, Which one should it be, and who would you pick? Jim, me personally, I always think going with the veteran, I think, gives a little bit more um, continuity to the team. Obviously, he is the future of the organization. He's played phenomenal um, through our training camp and, and over the course of three preseason games. But Jimmy has a great rapport with his teammates. You know, he's got he's built that trust over a few years. And I'm not saying you sit trade down for the whole season, but I think you start off with a with a proven guy who can run the system is proven that he can do that. Do you think they have a shot at the Super Bowl? I don't think so. Not right now. Um, they have a few holes that, that need that need to be filled. I don't see them as a contender, but. I could be wrong. Um, you know, they're a very talented offense. You know, they they do a great job of mixing up the pass and the run. They have the premier left tackle in the game, and they have a really, really stingy defense. Um, I think they can be in the conversation, you know, in the NFC West, but winning the championship, I don't think so right now. Larry, some other interesting quarterback circumstances around the National Football League. First, uh, we got the rookie, Zach Wilson, with the Jets. And um, a lot of hopes are riding on him, and, and, he, and he seems as though – uh, at least through preseason, like he may be up for the challenge and and and, and has a big future. Jim, while watching his game against the Green Bay Packers, you know, I was actually really surprised in, in how accurate he is on the run. You know, moving right to left, um, got a great ability to know when to tuck the ball and run and when to, when to be able to throw it away and be able to push it down the field. Um, he showed a lot of poise, and I saw his teammates really responding to him on his, on his sideline interactions. I was impressed by you know, how demanding he was of his, of his, of his offensive line and, and, you know, you know, really being a great communicator. And I think that's something that is very important to a young quarterback, be able to do with his teammates. Take us back to your first game and what it's like to be a rookie and, and all of those thoughts that are running through your head. Were you able to sleep the night before the game? And do you feel that you're, that you're going to be up to the task when you're in that position? Jim, I was extremely nervous. Um, there's no question. I didn't sleep very well in St. Louis the night before that game. Um, I followed around Emma Smith all week, just trying to follow his routine to try to be able to get myself to a place where I was comfortable. Never was able to get there. But, Jim, it was no better feeling than stepping on that field and being able to, to, to realize your lifelong goal of playing in the National Football League game. And I didn't sleep very well, and I didn't get all that much more comfortable even after the first quarter, second quarter, third quarter. I was constantly nervous. And, I remember sitting down in the locker room after the game and just being completely exasperated, Jim. I was so, so tired um, from not only the physical activity, but just the mental stress that I put in myself to want to do well and wanting to perform at the highest level. So, you know, it's not something that is uh, is easy to do, I can assure you. And, and playing quarterback would even be much more difficult. Did you ask any of the veterans for advice? And will any of these rookies ask for advice? Or is everybody just figure it out on their own and, and they, they take that attitude like, if I ask somebody for help, uh, I'm weak. 
I would definitely encourage them to ask the teammates that have been in the position to help you be able to process the game, um, to make the game slow as you possibly can. Um, because if you can manage your your breathing and, and the way you're able to to be able to watch and read the defenses and see how things are flowing, uh, it makes it that much easier. And fortunately, me, I had you know the all-time leading rusher and Emmitt Smith is my locker mate, and so I really leaned on him heavily. And I would encourage these young players to do the same thing. Jim Gray, along with Larry Fitzgerald, as we continue here on Let's Go. GoldenNuggetCasino.com, the award-winning online casino, is now live in Michigan and New Jersey. Play your favorite slot and table games like blackjack, roulette, and more. Download the app onto your phone or play online at GoldenNuggetCasino.com. Enjoy a real casino experience in the palm of your hand. You must be 21 or over. Available only in Michigan and New Jersey. Got a gambling problem? Call 1-800-270-7117 or 1-800-GAMBLER. Coming soon to your state, goldennuggetcasino.com. Larry Trent Dilfer won a Super Bowl with the Baltimore Ravens back in 2000 against the Giants. He was a commentator on television. Uh, He's coaching high school football now. There was an incident during the week where he was uh, pushing uh, one of his players. He's a high school coach in Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, The young man that he grabbed uh, by the shoulder pads, a young man named Bo Dawson. He's a tight end. His father was Phil Dawson, an ex-kicker in the National Football League. What was your reaction to seeing uh, what Trent did and and the reaction and the fallout that has come from it? Well, Jim, I've known Trent a very long time. He's a wonderful man and a a daggone good football coach. And, you know, me being 38, you know, I was coached like that, Jim. I got slapped upside the head and had my face mask grabbed and even been pushed down before. Um, And so I understand that there's ways of of teaching and coaching. um, And sometimes emotions of a game, you know, can kind of get the best of you. I don't condone those actions. And I know that nowadays, you know, it's perceived much differently. But every time that it happened to me, I was either doing something foolish, making mistakes, not being attentive, not being accountable. And it always snapped me back into into reality. Um, But, you know, I know this situation is going to be used as a learning and teaching uh, moment because uh, he is a wonderful coach and wonderful man. And, and I know he's going to be a great mentor to those young men he's coaching. Trent Dilford did apologize. And um, I'm just wondering, did it make you a better player? Uh, were you upset by that? Did you consider it abusive? I was embarrassed. Um, I was embarrassed that they had to do that to me. And it, and it, and it, it took away from, you know, what I was trying to do and be a leader and, and, and a good player and my actions, you know, didn't allow me to do that because I had to be reprimanded in that way. So it, it was embarrassing to me and I wanted to do better. I didn't take it personally. Um, you know, the coaches are always trying to make you be- the better player, better person, and they're going to hold you accountable. And that's kind of how I took it. But Jim, it's a much different time and those actions are no, are no longer permissible in, in today's day and age. Larry, uh, we've been together for a long time, 14 years, I believe now. You always have a, a prediction up your sleeve. So we're going to run through this all the way down the list. Who's the MVP this year? It's just tough it's between Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes, but I'm, I'm going to go with Aaron Rodgers again. He will repeat. All right. Who is the offensive player of the year? Derrick Henry. You know, they add Julio Jones to so that already potent offense. is only going to make the running game even more difficult to handle. Will he break Eric Dickerson's single-season rushing record of 21-05 now that there's a 17th game? I think it's, it's, it's very likely um, he could do it, you know, obviously barring any injuries. But, you know, I think everything is set up for him to be, you know, a 2,000-plus yard rusher. Eric Dickerson has just banned you from his golf tournament as we move on. Defensive player of the year. <laughs> <laughs> Got to go with Aaron Donald. He's the most dominant um, 
you know, defensive player in the game right now. He's uh, he's unblockable in one-on-one situations and can be so disruptive. So I think his his reign and terror on, on, on offenses around the league will continue. All right. AFC championship game will pit who? I'm going to go with the Tennessee Titans and the Kansas City Chiefs. All right. NFC championship game. I think it'll be a repeat of last year with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers playing against the Green Bay Packers. And who will win and play in Super Bowl 56 out here in Los Angeles, SoFi Stadium? Jim, you know he can't go against our co-host and Tom Brady. He's done it seven times, been to the Super Bowl uh, ten times, and I think, you know, just with all the players that they were able to retain, you know, all 22 starters back, you know, it's going to be tough to beat them. And they'll be playing who? They'll be playing the Tennessee Titans. Wow. All right. So Tennessee against Tampa in Los Angeles with the Buccaneers repeating. We've got it on tape here now. And we will play these predictions back at the end of the season. Larry, it's a great joy to have you on the program once again. We're going to miss you on the field, but we love that you're going to be with us every Monday night. Well, Jim, I really appreciate you having me again. I'm looking forward to doing this every single week with you. And uh, I'm ready for some exciting football coming soon. All right, that's Larry Fitzgerald. Earlier, we heard from Tom Brady. Both will be with us throughout the season, all the way to Super Bowl 56. We're going to take you inside the game and the minds of two of the greatest to ever play the game. And this week's episode of Let's Go with Larry Fitzgerald is available wherever you stream your podcast. Subscribe today, give us a rating, and leave a review. You can also interact with the show by emailing us your questions at letsgo at SiriusXM.com. Our thanks to our producer, Dave the Snake Hagen, production and editorial assistance by Harris Fabishoff, and to our sponsors, USAA, Ring.com, Morton's The Steakhouse, United Wholesale Mortgage, and Mastro's. Let's Go with Tom Brady and Larry Fitzgerald was produced by 199 Productions in collaboration with Scratchy Productions. Talk to you again next Monday night, right here on Sirius XM. Sirius XM Podcasts.